Welcome to Care Talk, the Assurance Home Care Show. Get the answers you need about home care and all things related to senior health and help the seniors in your life live safely in the home they love. This is Care Talk on News Talk 580 CFRA. This is Care Talk with Assurance Home Care. I'm joined today by Chris McGinn, the co-owner of Assurance Home Care. My name is Mel Roy, and you can follow along with us at assurancehomecare.ca. And uh, give them a call if you have a pressing question that you need answered right now, or save it for later if you want to check in with them after you listen to the show. In Ottawa, it's 613 613- Seven zero six zero four one one in Toronto and Niagara. You can call six four seven three seven zero fourteen twelve. And if you'd like to follow on social, you can go to Assurance Home CA on Facebook and Twitter. On Instagram, you can search for Assurance Home Care. Hi, Chris. How are you doing today? Hi, Mel. I'm doing well. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Beating the heat. Oh, yeah. We've had some stellar warm days out there Yes, uh, already, and we're not even in summer yet, officially, anyways. So I think the official start is, what, June 20th or 21st, I believe. Yeah. And um, so it's great. So the days days are are warmer and longer, which is nice, gifting us with uh, really great opportunities to be outside and Mm -hmm. enjoying the sunshine and the heat. Absolutely. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, and getting our dose of uh, daily dose of vitamin D, which we've talked about before, has all kinds of benefits um, for us. And, and you know, usually summer's a, a great time to, to be more active, too. So we do find, the, you know, because the days are longer and, and we're all outside and stuff, there's more opportunities to get together and, and, um, and um, which obviously, you know, with, with greater level of activity, that also provides us with great, um, uh, all kinds of health benefits. And mm-hmm. so... You know, it's funny, Mel, talking about summer in Canada, because um, some of our friends who live in other countries um, um, find it hard to believe that we get a summer here in Canada. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's this, uh, yeah, still that notion that we're all living um, in the tundra and it's, you know, in igloos <laughs> or whatever. But um, fun fact, um, according to Environment uh, Canada, uh, I looked up, um, you know, how hot does Cana- do Canadian summers get? And the highest temperature recorded was in Canada was recorded in 1937 in Saskatchewan, uh, where it got to be 45 degrees Celsius. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that is hot. <laughs> and that's not with the humidity. That's that's pre any of that, I am sure. So, wow. For sure. Wow. And then, and then so obviously with, with summer brings lots of opportunities to go for a nice long walks and swimming is a great activity to do mm-hmm. and um, getting in your garden and growing things in your garden to eat is is also a nice perk of summer and um, and then you know simply what's going on in my neighborhood um, I live in the Glebe and uh, um, we, we spend time out on our porch and talking to neighbors as they go yeah. by it's been so nice because we're still distancing and and um, but it's been quite nice to, to see uh, the neighbors again and you know Mel I was thinking about uh, summer and seniors and um, activities that we uh, used to enjoy pre-COVID. In the before times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And hopefully we'll be back in that again. But I was recollecting a story that I wanted to share about um, uh, my parents, if, if you don't mind. I don't mind at all. 
Okay, great. So uh, a couple of summers ago, uh, my husband and I, they, my parents live in a small town between Ottawa and Toronto, and we mm. went uh, and picked them up for a Blue Jays game. A oh, day nice. with the Blue Jays. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was amazing. They came out and they were decked, you know, head to toe in Blue Jays <laughs> swag. <laughs> and so it was like, oh my gosh, we we uh, it, we were setting the stage for the funnest day. Yeah. And um, but it was a hot one. Uh, but we had these tickets, and so we went and. We, we thought we were doing all the right things, right? So we got bottles of water. We mm-hmm. were sitting in our seats. We were, um, um, we got ice cream at one stage. But, you know, uh, you know, as you know, I've been in nursing and healthcare for, for just over 30 years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was shocked and amazed when I turned to my mom and she was literally starting to show signs of heat exhaustion. Oh, and so, yeah, she, yeah, she started to, she started to show signs, and, uh, and then, you know, about five minutes later, I turned to my dad after I'm trying to convince my mom to go up in the stands, get in the shade, let's <laughs> yep. get some more water, um, and in the meantime, my dad started to show sim- symptoms. So, oh my so my husband and I quickly <laughs> had to be, uh, you know, pseudo paramedics in getting them up into the shade. Oh, wow. But it's interesting on a couple of notes is that. Uh, it, I guess the the number one takeaway for me was how quickly it happened, and you know it could have been a bad emergency. And I want to talk a little bit more about the difference between heat exhaustion and heat stroke. But beforehand, I just want to say that um, it can happen very fast. And, no and, kidding. And, and even with my healthcare background and knowing all the signs and symptoms and thinking I was doing all the right things, um, we still got caught in a, in a pretty messy situation. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that was of interest is that my parents didn't want us, didn't want to, um, ra- us, for us to raise a fuss. Right. And yeah. so we ended up, though, having to engage the um, um, uh, on-site paramedics, actually. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, and calling in backup. So it could have been a very different day for us, and we were fortunate that, um, I was uh, that I that I did eventually pick up on the signs and and move them and do all the right things. Um, yeah, so I wanted to talk more about uh, some of these things for no uh, for kidding. our seniors in general. Yeah, I mean, what should seniors be aware of in the heat? I mean, obviously, it's not going to stop being hot anytime soon. So. No, that's yeah. right. <laughs> that's right. We're just getting you know, started. Actually. Yeah, which I mean, I'm not. So, I'm not complaining about. Just as yeah, <laughs> me either. Our, I mean, our winters can be pretty harsh, so I'm. I always uh, remind myself yes. in the heat to, to be grateful in, in spite of it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but knowing I think, that, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, that's a good question, and I think um, it might be good to to uh, just spend a, a few minutes on what happens physiologically, so to our bodies as as we age, mm-hmm. that puts us more at risk of some of these heat related um, things, uh, and so. Physiologically, one thing that happens as we age is that our skin loses fat and the water and water content and and our skin becomes thinner. So at the very basic level, this allows UV light, you know, the sun's rays to penetrate more deeply. Um, uh, making sunburns, uh, making us more sensitive to the sun and therefore more likely to sunburn. Okay. Yeah, and that's just at the very basic level. But another um, aging-related issue is that our blood circulation uh, isn't what it used to be in our Mm. our youth, and, Mm. and our sweat glands become more inefficient over time. So um, in hot weather, as you know, we normally sweat. 
and that helps cool our bodies. But our but if if our sweat glands become inefficient over time, we sweat less, making our making it more. Um, making our bodies more prone to overheating. So overall, our ability to regulate our internal temperature in the heat becomes impaired. And so um, as we age, our ability to respond to uh, summer heat can be a serious problem, especially for older people Hmm. um, who are at increased risk of heart or excuse me heat related illnesses Mm -hmm. and um, collectively these heat related illnesses fall under the umbrella of hyperthermia so that would that's just a fancy name for (laughs) an abnormally high body temperature that's caused by a failure of our heat regulating mechanisms okay and so um you know this this heat you know, our, our reaction to the heat is as actually um, on a spectrum. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, you know, at the very um, one edge of the spectrum is, is things called heat cramps. And, um, and then as we move forward, if we don't respond by doing the right things, then um, it can progress to heat exhaustion. Okay. And then if we don't also, uh, then that, well, that was where my parents were at. And right. then if we don't um, respond to that, it can, it can move to heat stroke. And heat stroke actually can be a fatal um, incident. So it's important that we pay attention to these things. Hmm. Okay. I mean, so how do you how do you know if you have heat cramps? What are the symptoms? I mean, obviously cramps I'm assuming is but you know, if you could yeah. explain it a bit more. Yeah, so heat heat cramps are are um uh painful and they're involved because they're involuntary muscle spasms that um would usually occur, I guess, uh related to heavy exercise mm-hmm. or in hot environments. Okay. Um in this case and um generally they're often due to uh fluid and electrolyte loss. So what you would feel initially when you're having something like a mild response to being in the sun too long um is you You'd feel, you know, thirsty, and you might have these muscle cramps. But if you don't um, respond to that, you could go into uh, heat exhaustion, which is uh, a condition that includes like heavy sweating. Um, your pulse becomes rapid. Your skin gets clammy. Hmm. Uh, you may feel nauseous, and you may feel like you want to vomit, and you might feel like you want to faint. And uh, that was actually the stage where my mother was at. Wow. Um, uh, got pretty scary, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. And, um, you know, at this stage, your internal body temperature is at about 103 degrees Celsius. So um, so if, if you don't respond to that in the right ways by getting out of the sun, and we can talk about that um, um, uh, more, mm-hmm. then it can progress to heat stroke. And this is the most serious heat-related uh, illness as a result uh, uh, on the spectrum. And this is a medical emergency and it, because it can be life-threatening. And um, it can include, you know, all of the symptoms we've already talked about in heat cramps and heat exhaustion, okay. uh, like we discussed. But, um, but it, what's different is you actually stop sweating. So the skin becomes really dry and pale, and your heart rate gets even higher, so really rapid, um, might become irregular at this stage. You can become disoriented and confused um, or delirious, and, and, and this can actually lead to, uh, to coma. And so um, uh, it's, it's, 
you know, it is possible for us to enjoy the summer and minimize the risk of these adverse effects by by taking some smart and protective measures, which we can uh, touch on maybe after the break. Absolutely. I mean, we've talked about, you know, all the things that can happen to you in the sun. But, of course, we'll get into how you can prevent all these things from happening. But uh, while you're waiting for us to come back, make sure that you check us out at assurancehomecare.ca. And uh, we will have some listener questions too. We had so many from our show last week that we have a ton to get through today as well. Uh, You can email us questions at assurancehomecare.ca. And if you're in Ottawa and you need to have a question answered ASAP, you can call 613-706-0411. Same thing if you're in Toronto or Niagara. Call 647-370-1412. You're listening to Care Talk with Assurance Home Care, and we'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Care Talk, the Assurance Home Care Show on News Talk 580 CFRA. Welcome back. This is Care Talk with Assurance Home Care. I'm Mel Roy, joined by co-owner of Assurance Home Care, Chris McGinn. You can check out assurancehomecare.ca while you're listening if you want to find some more information there. And uh, maybe if you have a question for us, email it to us. We still have time to take your questions questions at assurancehomecare.ca. Today, Chris and I are talking about, you know, just enjoying the summer and avoiding all the, you know, the possible pitfalls of dealing with the hot weather. And before the break, Chris, we were talking about, you know, things like heat cramps and heat exhaustion and heat stroke. But, you know, I imagine if you're trying to avoid those things, one of the things you want to do is to just stay cool, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, there, yes, for sure. So you, you can do all kinds of things to stay cool, but mm-hmm. one of the most important things you can do is to drink plenty of water. Right. Um, and so it, it is recommended that all, and we all hear this, I'm sure, you know, and it's in Canada's food guide and all the rest of it, that it's recommended for all of us to drink, you know, six to eight glasses or six to eight ounce Six to eight, <laughs> eight ounce glasses of water per day. Okay. And um, um, water and fluids in general uh, keep our bodies hydrated. And, you know, uh, in fact, we need, a, we need an adequate amount of daily fluids for nearly all of our normal body functions, in fact. So mm-hmm. from lubricating our joints to uh, regulating body temperature and pumping blood to the muscles, which explains muscle cramps if you're getting dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so dehydration is actually pretty common in our seniors. And um, so it's important to know that uh, also that that thirst is not always a reliable indicator of dehydration. Really? Uh, yeah, no, it's not. And so for many s- seniors, uh, thirst actually uh, dulls over time. So you may miss a cue that you are uh, thirsty. So um, so so the the message being, uh, try not to wait till you feel thirsty to drink. Get on a regular schedule and. And uh, I know I know my parents, you know, my dad, for instance, he'll walk around the house and every time he does a round around the house, he'll take a drink of water. That's okay. his strategy. So it's a good strategy. <laughs> yeah, whatever works for you. Yeah. And so um, but also, uh, you know, many, many of our seniors, um, as time goes on, have have more chronic medical conditions mm-hmm. and are on more medications. And that's just a generalization. Of course, not everyone has chronic medical conditions and, and medications, but uh um, uh, but many do. And so things like that uh, can make it difficult to stay adequately hydrated. So for oh. instance, if you're on a, um, a water pill, 
you know, that's designed to actually get rid of excess water in your body. So um, you, you kind of have to just be careful that you don't that doesn't lead to dehydration, particularly on a hot day. Okay. And um, um, so common signs of dehydration uh, include things like having a dry mouth, uh, feeling tired. And, um, and, and, and cramp muscles cramping. Mm-hmm. So, so if you start to feel that way, you're, you're already dehydrated. You need to get, get in front of it. And, um, uh, but if water is not your thing, um, you know, there, you, first of all, I guess, f- for instance, you want to avoid things like, um, alcohol and caffeine because oh, they yes. actually contribute to dehydration. <laughs> But many, for many people, they say, oh, I'm not really a water fan. So, um, you know, what, what, what is nice and refreshing in the summertime is to add a squeeze of lemon and lime into your water to make yeah. it a little more flavorful yeah. or, or um, cucumber and mint. I mean, that's, that's a nice combination, too. <laughs> and, um, but, it, but if you're not a, a big um, uh, water drinker or, uh, of any sort, even with, with those things, um, you can. There's lots of fruits and vegetables out there that, at, especially at this time of year, that's true. That, yeah, yeah that are fresh and um, nutrient dense and have high water content. And some of those include things like the melon family. So mm. watermelon, it's almost all water, for instance. And that's <laughs> why I they call it that. En- <laughs> yeah, that's right. And and I actually just enjoyed uh, almost a half of a small one myself yesterday because nice. it's so good. Yeah. Um, strawberries are in season right now. They mm-hmm. have a, wa- a high water content. Um, pineapples, peaches, um, oranges, and, and celery. Uh, celery uh, has a very high uh, water content content as just cucumber and so you know if if drinking is not your method of getting your meeting your daily uh, water requirements you could simply make yourself a nice um, fresh tossed salad uh, for lunch or dinner and incorporate you know a combination of fruits and vegetables uh, together or I could recommend uh, lots of smoothie recipes. So if you just Google, <laughs> if you have access to uh, to uh, a computer, there are a ton of really yummy tasting smoothies on the internet <laughs> that you can <laughs> that you can um, download, and they're really simple. You know, things in your fridge that you mm-hmm. can just mix mash, and and I, I know I have one every morning, and it's a combination of fruits and vegetables, and oh, so I'm getting nice. yeah some important nutrients every day. Uh, well, at the same time staying staying hydrated that's uh, and, that's one um, of the things that we usually do too is if i want my my kids to to get that extra hydration and also get a couple of extra fruits in there and you know we'll have a smoothie as well that's why i was chuckling yeah. i'm just like oh smoothies are big in our house yeah, they make great <laughs> snacks uh, i mean I have, my, my, I have mine for breakfast but mm-hmm. um so many people have smoothies for snacks or whatever and yeah and um yeah but other things you can do um when you're out in the sun to stay to be able to stay safe so that you're not getting heat exhaustion and and uh or and or heat stroke mm-hmm. is um you know it's common sense stuff so um wear sunscreen and um uh with a uva and uvb protection so a Going back to that thin skin, where you're at risk as you right. as you age, and make sure you have an SPF of at least thirty, and um, reapply it often if you're spending uh, 
you know more time in the sun because uh, because um, you know it, as if if you start sweating it could come off if it's not waterproof. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it is a good idea to reapply uh, frequently. Um, you can also uh, stay out of the direct sunlight. That's a good strategy and mm-hmm. stick to the shade and. Um, and or limit your time outdoors on on really hot days. So, uh, if if you are someone who likes to get outside, though, you can uh, cover up your skin as much as you can. You can, um, you know, I would recommend wearing loose, lightweight. Um, cotton or wickaway clothing. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you're outside and you know, Mel, and I'm sure you know about this, but there are brands of clothing on the market that offer sun protection, mm-hmm. which we didn't have when, when I grew up. But, no kidding. Um, me either. <laughs> yeah. Like Lululemon. We have lots of Lululemon stores in, in our, our, our cities and, and Patagonia. If you're mm-hmm. an online shopper, you can order online. Um, and, and, and also get yourself a ni- nice, wide brim hat and and some nice stylish sunglasses to celebrate the season and, <laughs> and that protects your eyes and your face and and when we're wearing sun protection uh, um, you should choose a pair of sunglasses that are good quality with both UVA and UVB protection because your your eyes are prone to um, sun damage as well right that's true yeah. um now, on hot and humid days, so the, the chance of becoming dehydrated and having these heat-related illnesses increases um, um, on hot and humid days. So when that combination is there on those given days, um, that, that puts you at even a higher risk. So on those days, uh, you want to avoid any strenuous activity. And people sometimes ask me, well, what does strenuous mean? Well, it depends on who you are. That's because, true. Because yeah. um, not everybody has the same tolerance for activity and not everyone is as active as the other person another person so you really have to kind of just gauge um for yourself what is strenuous means to you and um and then avoid going out on really hot and humid days so when that humidex is really high Mm -hmm. um and and um you know when we've got those warnings going on stay indoors on these types of days and and stick to the fans and the air conditioning um but most importantly, if if you are out in the sun and it's hot and humid and you start to feel unwell, super important for you to go inside, stop your activity, start to rehydrate as best you can um, right away. And um, it, don't wait until the feeling progresses. And this, as, as I've shared with my story with my parents, it can happen fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. But if for some reason you suspect a heat stroke, uh, you need to call 911 right away. That is a medical emergency. Yeah, that's not something to say, oh, I don't want to be a bother. You call 911 exactly. right away. No, that's right. Yeah. So we have more tips and tricks on how to stay cool and beat the heat in the summer. And we've got listener questions to get to as well. So stay with us. And uh, while you're waiting, check us out at assurancehomecare.ca. This is Care Talk with Assurance Home Care. Welcome back to Care Talk, the Assurance Home Care Show on News Talk 580 CFRA. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Care Talk with Assurance Home Care. I'm Mel Roy, joined by Chris McGinn, the co-owner of Assurance Home Care. Give them a call in Toronto at Niagara, 647-370-1412, and in Ottawa at 613-706-0411. you still got time to squeak some questions in. Questions at assurancehomecare.ca if you'd like to. We have some coming up, definitely. Pardon me. Uh, Chris, 
talking about beating the heat and, and, you know, staying cool and everything, I had one more question to ask you about all of this um, before we get to listener questions because we have so many of them. Um, What what is the best time to be outside in the summer and what's the best time to avoid being outside when it is really, really hot? Oh, that's a great question. Because I think Um, some people forget over time. (laughs) Well, for sure. So we know that the sun is at its highest peak um, midday, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, I would say, between the hours of uh, like 11 and 3. Um, So you would want to ideally avoid um, uh, going out and spending a lot of time at that time of day. So Mm -hmm. the best times to go out are, are first thing in the morning, um, or into the evening where it starts to cool down a bit and, and there's less uh, of a chance of that, that um, those um, sun-related illnesses from, from happening. Okay. And also monitor, uh, you know, on the radio every day, in addition to what the temperature is out, uh, they will also say what the UV index is going to be for the day mm-hmm. um, at its highest level and what the humidity uh, count is out there. And so those are other things to monitor because we talked about hot, humid days. Right. Um, uh, being worse, and uh, and of course with thinner skin and less fat fat content in the skin as we age, uh, the UV, UV index is an important um, uh, monitoring indicator for us in terms of uh, how much time we'd want to spend in the sun and and making sure that we're covered during those uh, those peak hours. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to to just check in again about that because sometimes you know sometimes the science changes about what people should be doing and not doing so. <laughs> don't basically try to avoid being out between 11 and 3 if it's really hot and humid at the same time. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I have so many listener questions, so I, I would love to start in on that if you uh, if you of would course. like to. Okay. Would love to. Awesome. Okay. So first question comes from Tanya. Tanya says, my dad has vascular dementia. He currently lives with me and I want to care for him, but it's becoming a lot to manage. I heard about your live-in service. We don't really need a full-time live-in. Does Assurance Home Care do partial live-ins? How does that work? Oh, interesting question. Yeah. Um, thank you, uh, Tanya, for this question. In fact, we do. Um, so at, at Assurance Home Care, as I have mentioned in the past, we are completely customizable, and our goal is always to um, discuss what your wishes and needs are and then to put a care plan in place that um, hopefully uh, uh, meets meets all of the things that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So in the case of a live-in, uh, it's a unique offering that we have, and it's charged as on a daily rate and uh, as opposed to an hourly rate. And um, so you can choose the number of days that maybe matches your budget or matches what your needs are. So I understand if your dad is living with you, you may not want somebody in addition to that living seven days a week around the clock in your home. And so maybe you just need, you know, uh, a few days a week covered while you work or you you, you enjoy, you know, some other aspects of your own life. Um, and so we can certainly accommodate. So at Assurance, uh, I mean, we have everything from three-day live-ins, four-day live-ins, weekend live-ins, for instance. Um, uh, we have... Um, uh, we have people who have two full-time live-ins around the clock, seven days a week. So we are wow. completely uh, flexible when it comes to that. And um, so, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing is uh, for for 
caregivers going into the home is um, we do have a separate service agreement for that that just sort of outlines um, some of the things around live-ins. And one big thing to consider when you're considering a live-in is whether your loved one sleeps through the night because if the caregiver has to be on um, working during the day, they certainly need an opportunity to to unplug, for lack of a better word, <laughs> and, um, and have some time to themselves to refresh uh, with a full night's sleep. And so the only time a live-in would not be a great solution for for a family is if their loved one is actually um, not sleeping at all during the night or not well during the night and getting up more than, say, twice a night. Um, you may want to consider our hourly option instead. So hopefully that answers your question. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sam. Uh, thank you very much, Tanya, for uh, for your answer. <laughs> thank you very much, Tanya, for sending your question. Apologies, I am having a difficult time speaking this afternoon. <laughs> uh, you can find out more if you'd like to follow up on that by going to assurancehomecare.ca, and uh, we certainly hope that someone will be able to to help you make your own personalized care plan for your dad. Uh, we have another question from John. John says, "My mom has multiple appointments coming up, and I work full time." Does Assurance Home Care offer services to help bring my mom to appointments? Yes, uh, we sure do, John. So, um, you know, and it can look uh, differently for each person. So, um, uh, what some need, you know, some need uh, help actually getting ready before the appointment and then getting into the car and loading their mobility devices, for instance, into the car. Um, some simply uh, just want the driver to pull in the driveway and come and pick them up and then drop them at the appointment and and wait for them in the, in the parking lot. Others uh, want the full service, which would be to accompany to the appointment. Um, we can even take notes for family members with the client's permission, of course. And uh, if it's if it's uh, helpful and there's you know um, a slight do- um, issue with memory, but the the client really wants the family to to um, know what the doctor had said. Say if it's a doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we have so um, we have all all kinds of. Um, uh, options there, and then we also have some clients who, uh, you know, we oh, I have an appointment at one o'clock. It should go till two o'clock, but then I'd like to run some errands. Can you do that? Well, certainly we can. If oh. we're if we're taking you to your appointment, we can certainly stop on the way home and uh, help you pick up some groceries, or go in for you and pick the groceries up, or uh, you know, go to the pharmacy or anywhere else you'd you'd uh, like to go. So our transportation can be used for appointments or simply to even go for drives we have some clients we pick up and they <laughs> would they go through the tim hortons drive through uh-huh. and and then just go for a country drive nice you know yeah so <laughs> so give us a call we'd love to help that would be lovely all right um john thank you very much for your question if you want to follow up you can call if you live in toronto or niagara you can call 647-370-1412 or if you're in the Ottawa area, Ottawa area, you can call 613-706-0411. Uh, let's see. We have another question from Sally. Sally says, my mom lives in a retirement home and they don't offer a full care option. Her condition has recently deteriorated and the home is telling us we need to bring in outside care. Can Assurance Home Care help with that? 
Oh, yes. Uh, thanks, Sally, for this question. And mm-hmm. yes, we can. Mm-hmm. Um, so not all retirement homes uh, offer, uh, you know, a la carte services uh, above and beyond what the, what they offer for, for everyone. And so other, other ones have total care solutions. So if you need to add on care, um, you can do so within uh, the, the retirement home uh, if they have capacity. Uh, so the, for, the, for the retirement homes that don't offer uh, additional care options for their clients, uh, we, we definitely have a, a very good working and collaborative relationship with many of the retirement homes in all three of our locations, so Ottawa, Toronto, and Niagara. And, um, and so we can, we can uh, come in. So what we do is a combination. So we reach out to uh, the family and we would develop the care plan with the client and, and the family. So in this case, with you and your mom, Sally. And then we reach out also to the director of care at the retirement home because especially during COVID, there's a lot of changing protocols that are happening uh, around COVID. And we want to make sure, first and foremost, that we're following all of the rules uh, that that particular retirement home has. So there are some standard rules that everyone is following. But then uh, on top of that, everyone has, has, uh, has you know, um, interpreted it and then put their own best practices in. So we would want to know uh, all of that information from the director of care in addition to things like who does our caregiver report to if there's an issue with the client. Um, you know, usually there's a nurse on duty that that uh, uh, th- that our caregiver would report to and, you know, things like simple things like signing in and out of the care of the retirement home. So, mm-hmm. um so yeah, we definitely can, and we we do our due diligence to set it up for the highest level of success by developing that care plan and touching base with the retirement home in advance. Okay, so thanks for that answer, Chris, and thanks for your question, Sally. Um, we have more listener questions to get to, so if you'd like to follow up on anything that you've heard in the last uh, segment, you can call 613-706-0411 in Ottawa, and in Toronto and Niagara, it's 647-370-1412. You can also visit assurancehomecare.ca while you're waiting for us to come back. We will be back in just a moment. This is Care Talk with Assurance Home Care. Welcome back to Care Talk, the Assurance Home Care Show on News Talk 580 CFRA. Hi there, this is Care Talk with Assurance Home Care. I'm Mel Roy, joined by co-owner of Assurance Home Care, Chris McGinn. We are about to answer some more listener questions, but if you want to add one more, you can email us questions at assurancehomecare.ca. Follow along at assurancehomecare.ca. They've got a great website. Or give them a call if you have something pressing that you need to talk about right now. In Ottawa, it's 613-706-0411. In Toronto and Niagara, same number, 647-370-1412. Chris, we have so many more listener questions to get to. I love answering listener questions. And by answering listener Me questions, too. I mean listening to you answer listener questions. <laughs> <laughs> You're so knowledgeable. Oh, well, thank you. That's very <laughs> nice of me to say. Well, I mean, you've, you've got all this experience under your belt. You're so passionate about it. You know, you talk about having a servant's heart. And I, I think it really mm-hmm. shows, especially when you're when you're answering these questions. You know, you have so much care. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. No worries. This is why, I this is why we're here. I certainly do care. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> so, yeah, let's, uh, let's answer another question. We've got one from Maggie. Sure. This is a, a simple question, but, you know, kind of one that requires a bit of a big answer, I guess. Maggie wants to know... Is there a contract that I have to sign? 
which is a simple but good question yeah. to ask. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. Um, thanks, Maggie. And a uh, simple answer is no. There is there is not a contract. Wow. And so we at Assurance Home Care, we believe that if um, if for whatever reason things change and and um, and conditions change and circumstances change, mm-hmm. and we want to provide you with the peace of mind that you are not tied into anything for a specific length of time, which is kind of what in my mind, a contract is. so, mm-hmm. um, And so certainly if for whatever reason your circumstances change or your loved one's circumstances change, uh, we want to maintain that that flexibility in, uh, to be able to respond alongside um, you, you know. So we do have, however, a service agreement. And what that simply means is that um, we outline, you know, what, our, uh, what we agreed the, or what we advised you the hourly rate was and things like cancellation policies if you cancel a caregiver uh, at the last minute like for instance at within a 24-hour period um, um, and 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 it's just because and it's not related to a change in condition because we can we can sometimes waive those mm-hmm. um, but we we still have to pay our caregivers by law for three hours if a cancellation occurs for a scheduled shift within a, th- a, a period of 24 hour a 24 hour period leading up to the shift and so we do have um, a policy around that 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 is included in our, our service agreement and we also have um, we bolstered it as a result of covid just um, you you know, it's an it's it's we're agreeing to all doing our part around COVID uh, uh, measures. Uh, so, with regards to you know uh, cleaning high touch surfaces and mm-hmm. things like that, um, just just so that we're all on the same page with with what we we th- we believe the service to the service promise to be. So okay. that's essentially what we have. Well, there you go. That's a really great answer. So, Maggie, there is no contract, but there is a service agreement. Right. Okay. <laughs> and if you want to find out more, you can go to assurancehomecare.ca. Thank you very much for uh, for your question. Um, we have another one from Donald. Uh, okay. Donald says, can we start with small amounts of hours while my parents get used to having people in the house and then add more hours? Yes, of course you can. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, I, I under, we understand this, um, and, and it's, it's, not, it's not even, uh, you know, a senior-related thing. For, for a lot of people, you know, these people, when they first come in, they're strangers. And, yeah. And, and there's, there's um, you know, I guess some people don't know what to expect, and so they want to go slowly. Mm-hmm. And um, we want to meet your loved one where they are. So um, in the case of some seniors, though, uh, some, some it's related to, uh, you know the feeling like oh by having someone here I'm actually losing my independence and that's that's a hard pill yeah. to swallow and so there's a reluctance uh, in there and um, uh, or or it could just simply be that that a trust needs to be established over time and so mm. this is you know a gradual approach is is a really solid way of um, of of building that trust. Um, and rapport over time and and we can stay super flexible and adjust the hours to meet your parents comfort level because we certainly want them to be comfortable with <clears throat> with us and you know the other thing is our caregivers are also um, uh, w- well aware um, of the fact that they're going into 
to someone else's home. And so they uh, do everything in their power to make it a, a comfortable experience uh, for them. And, and at the forefront of everything they do is, is a level of respect for mm-hmm. the fact that they're in someone else's environment. Right. Okay. So, Donald, there you go. You're, you're on the right track, and Assurance Home Care can help you with that, which is fantastic. So if you're in Toronto or Niagara, you can give them a call to follow up about this at uh, 647-370-1412. Or if you're in the Ottawa area, 613-706-0411. Thank you very much for your question. Uh, we have another one from Ahmed. Ready? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ahmed wants mm-hmm. to know, what mechanisms do you have for customer feedback? How will you know that I'm happy? Do you have a newsletter I can sign up for so I can stay in touch? Ooh, that's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> yeah, client happiness factor is something that we spend a lot of time on, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, so so you know it's 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 interesting because uh, what's what causes client happiness um, to one person isn't necessarily the same thing that it means for another person. That's true. It's really subjective. <laughs> very subjective. And then on top of that, we're dealing with unique individuals that are going into the home. So each caregiver goes in, and we. Try try our best to match the caregiver with what we believe um, uh, is the best match based on what the family or a loved one or, or the person, the senior themselves has has shared with us. Mm-hmm. And so uh, one thing is we, we are human and we're dealing with, with a bunch of humans who are all unique. And so um, it is a challenging game that we play into, <laughs> you know, but but we, I, I guess the bottom line is our commitment is to um, get it right, uh, especially when it comes to client happiness, and that mm-hmm. just makes sense. But um, to to answer specifically the question, we do actively solicit feedback in a variety of ways um, with our clients, and in some cases, it's not with the client because of an advanced dementia diagnosis. It might be with family members. Oh, that makes sense. And yeah, yeah. and so um, you know, it's a combination of our uh, internal scheduling coordination team who do regular uh, check ins. Um, you know, for instance, they do one at, uh, after the first day of service to find out, uh, like, how well did we get the initial match right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's uh, another touch point where just a, a few visits in, they do another one to make sure that, you know, everything that you told us you wanted in the care plan, are we doing everything? And so that's an opportunity for clients to... Um, uh, to share feedback, and we and really encourage an honest dialogue because although we can't always guarantee um, that we will, um, you know, get it right, right out of the gate. Um, we do guarantee that we will make it right as long as we have all the information um, that that is helpful for us to do that. In addition to our scheduling and coordination team, though, our nurse managers also visit at regular t- uh, regular points in the care plan. And so um, one, one, for instance, is within the first 30 days of an initiation of service, uh, they will uh, uh, go in and um, um, and check in with both the caregiver and the client. And so uh, on the client side, we're looking for those happiness factors, like are we meeting all your needs? Are we doing everything we promised that we would be doing? And and on the caregiver side, we're, we're monitoring things like uh, punctuality and, um, you know, are they wearing the proper uniform? And, and um, also, how are they finding the care plan? And did we articulate the care plan to them hmm. uh, in a 
in in a in a fulsome and proper way so that they had all the information and support to do their jobs um so of course you know uh we also know that that sometimes when clients are not happy um we don't get the privilege of talking to them they will they will choose to just um you know walk away but we do encourage uh that in order to be able to to make a change and we are committed to getting it right um we do ask people to give us the opportunity uh to do that and um in terms of the newsletter uh yes we do have a newsletter that goes out quarterly and um if you just want to email us at support at assurancehomecare.ca we can put you on the um, the newsletter uh, mailing list we'd be happy to do that well there you go so support at assurancehomecare.ca is how you can get on that that newsletter as chris just mentioned um and thank you so much for your question and uh, if anyone else wants to join the newsletter as well i don't think that uh, i don't think that anyone would at assurance home care would mind um please send us more of your questions if you have any more questions at assurancehomecare.ca we, we we're missing a few but we'll get to them next week it's all right uh chris mcginn thank you so much it's always a pleasure. Thank you, Mel. Always a pleasure <laughs> on my end, too. Now, of course, if you need anything answered in between today's show and our next one, you can go to assurancehomecare.ca, give them a call in Ottawa, 613-706-0411, and in Toronto and Niagara, 647-370-1412. Chris McGinn, co-owner of Assurance Home Care, will be back next week with another Care Talk with Assurance Home Care. Have a great day.